Hey, cool dude, can I play too? Uh, uh, it's only a one-player game. Then how come it says second-player score? You're listening to the Second Player Speaks podcast with NerdPunk's Second Player Score. Oh, what? Now? Yes. Okay. All right. Well, here we are with another episode of Second Player Speaks, the official podcast of Second Player Score. That caught me off guard. We are because, hey, we're back in the garage. Hey, hey. All with three technical of us. Diff- difficulties. Yes. But uh, yeah, we're getting uh, we're getting back online and doing this again. And uh, oh, I need to keep track of the time. What, when did we start? We started. Uh, okay, here. Yeah. Um, yeah, we're. <laughs> Oh, cool. Okay. All right. Yeah. Okay. So, um, as we ta- as we announced last week, uh, this week we are all back again in the garage together. Thanks to a phone call that I made, and thanks to- that came from an idea that Kyle had. And uh, we, you know, we are in phase three here in Vancouver, Washington. Anyway, so we have uh, you know, we have three of us all together once again, and we're very excited because not only can we do this. The, uh, the the right way, the way we had been doing it. But after we are done, we're going to get to play some music, finally. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Which, uh, yeah, we have to get back on track with uh, getting prepared for the, uh, to, you know, to do boot camp so we can get songs ready for uh, 4D, hopefully the autumn suite, uh, if we can get it in time. So, yeah, so very, very exciting developments here. Bear with us as we get back used to doing this uh, this way. And uh, so, yeah, yeah. Um, so as you know, if you've been listening, every week we talk about our three favorite subjects. We talk about a uh, pop-punk band. We talk about something from pop culture. And we talk about and drink delicious, yummy beer. So I'm drinking beer right now. We're already drinking beer, yes. <laughs> so, uh, so this week, uh, we'll just get right into it. Um, uh, we have a band uh, that we're talking about from, out of Las Vegas, uh, a cool, cool city that I've been to a couple times. And... Would like to get back there again as soon as things, uh, you know, get get better with the uh, public health situation. Um, and they are called uh, Mercy Music. So, um, and yeah, I, I I really like these guys. And I think uh, Kyle, you mentioned that they came. They were suggested to you uh, from uh, Old Cross. Cass. Yeah, Cass from, from Old Cross. Old Cross. Yes. Yeah. How'd that go down? Uh, so I think in one of our episodes, like a couple weeks ago. I think we mentioned something in the episode about, hey, you know, if there's bands you think we should have on, uh, you know, let us know. Well, Cass listens to like every episode. And so he let us know. Thanks, Thank you, Cass. So, yeah. So he gave us that. There were like three bands that, that uh, he he thought we should definitely have on. So Mercy Me was the first one I picked up out of his list. Mm-hmm. And uh I uh, added them to uh, Getting Squatchy this past week. Mm-hmm. We played them as a debut band, and uh, yeah, I really. Uh, uh, it was weird because when I when I, you know, of course you go to the Spotify page and and you see their their initial photo there, and uh, looking at them, I was like thinking that they were going to be more closer to punk mm. than pop punk. Mm. I mean, they just. They look kind of they look kind of tough. Oh, tattooed know? face, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. I'm like thinking, oh, this is like like a punk band, you know? I'm like, sure, all right, yeah. right on. You know, I'm I'm down with this. And then when they were, then I, I first start listening to the music, I'm like, oh, wait a minute. Oh, 
well, what is going on here, right? Mm-hmm. So I went and I looked up their Facebook page, and I guess so. I guess they actually genre themselves as redemption pop. Hmm. Yeah. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what did see on the Spotify? It was like sad power pop or something like that. Yeah. I'm like. <laughs> so yeah, and I mean, I didn't find it. And what I liked was that uh, I feel like there were only a couple of songs that maybe were explicitly sad or. Or whatever, but most of them, I mean, they were like nice songs, had a good beat, you know, yeah. had me tapping my foot and stuff. And I could tell by the lyrics, you know, we're 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 talking about something that's probably not very happy, but I didn't feel that way. Yeah, they they do the mm-hmm. uh, the the happy music and bummer lyrics yes. thing as oh, as well. Yes, yeah. so of course, you know, that appealed to me right away. Right. Um, but yeah, I I really liked what they did. I think you know they, um, not really like the. Maybe like the Blink kind of thing going on, but more of a, maybe like Alkaline Trio sort of, uh, I even heard maybe a little MXPX in there. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, uh, kind of uh, maybe even maybe even a hint of uh, Fall Out Boy. And uh, there were a couple songs on there when the they would uh, intro in with the guitar and stuff. I was actually catching a little Smashing Pumpkins mm. coming oh, out okay. of that. I can see that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I heard I heard that a couple of times, and I was like, interesting, uh, interesting influences I'm catching on these guys. But but yeah, I, overall, I mean, I just I, I I think that you know, like we've said, this with so many bands. A band nowhere near, I think, as popular as they probably should be. Right. Oh, yeah. Well, you know. They did open for the Offspring, so that's pretty. Oh, awesome. that's excellent. pretty awesome. Well, I'm being not, a Vegas I, band, dude. Oh, yeah, dude, that's awesome. I mean, and they freaking deserve it. I mean, they sound like they could definitely hold their own with any of these, uh, you know, name acts. They have some really cool uh, music videos too. I, I was checking those out. Um, like really well produced. And political too. And yeah. yeah. <laughs> like super political. I like the one with the, the backyard wedding and like that, they, they had like actual visual effects and everything. Mm-hmm. It was, it was, that was really cool. So yeah, they have good. Yeah, uh, like, like good they remind there. me of like the Swiss army knife, Jack of all trades of like nostalgic music that I've never heard before. It's like, like that album has a little bit of everything on there. Like there was, it sounded like a little bit of gin blossoms, a little bit of live with their harmonizing and like it kind of reminds me of like the Foo Fighters. Like they can do any kind of genre. Mm. So like right. e- every album has like a little bit of something for everybody. Yeah, I, I can see that with that. But, with but he's sound. also bashing himself in the face with the mic live. So it's like if you saw their Instagram photos, there's like bloody faces and stuff like that. And I'm like, I'm like, damn, dude. Nice. <laughs> yeah, like, that's I brutal. Need, yeah, I need to I need to maybe go and and actually check out some of their videos mm-hmm. uh i did just pretty much the spotify thing but oh, yeah, i have to go they check came out town a few times like, i saw them they had a picture at the twilight in like 2018 oh, no shit yeah and then in like, 2015 there was like a voodoo donuts box and like oh, oh. okay they've been here before so All hopefully right. they'll come back yeah like, right, on. right on yeah i mean i guess i'm not surprised you know i'm sure that they've done a few uh west coast tours mm-hmm and I, I can pretty much guarantee that's how Old Cross knows them because those guys are always like looking for a another tour, mm-hmm. you know. So I'm sure that that's how they met them. So right on. Oh, another yeah. cool thing is like remember the, the Brewfest that that's in Vancouver? They played the California version in K Rock. Oh nice. They hosted it. So oh, like sweet. I, I saw that you know like on the glass that we get from uh, Brewfest had that specific hop logo and stuff. Like, yeah. I was scrolling through their pictures and I'm like. I know that symbol anywhere. <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> so like, dude, that's awesome too. Yeah, no doubt. Cool. I dig it. I think they have uh, like three full length albums out, right? So far. Uh, was it? Yes. Pretty, pretty sure. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I say nothing in the dark was the last one, and then 2018 was until the end of your world, and then oh yeah, the 2014 one. When I when you die, I'm like, when I die, I'm taking you with me. Yeah. When you die, I'm taking you with me. Oh, I have an I still have an album to check out then. Yeah, I got halfway through there, and I'm like, oh damn, I gotta leave. Because like, I'm so used to just listening to music right until the two o'clock mark where we just right. sign on. And I'm like, oh, damn, it's one. I got to go. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. So I started, I, I I listened to the 2018 and then the latest album. Um, but I didn't actually go into their, I, I, for whatever reason, I brain fart on this a lot. And uh, unless I know that a band's like, I'm like, I'm not seeing their album that I know of on here. Then I'll hit the oh. discography and find out that there's a whole lot, you know, a whole lot more. I, I get tripped up on that. If I don't know the band already, then I just assume what I'm seeing here is what they have. Mm-hmm. I didn't even think to hit discography to see if they had anything older. Mm-hmm. So anyway, but of the two albums, I mean, they're both freaking amazing. Yeah. Really both. well produced mm-hmm. too. Mm-hmm. Like the production was just amazing on both of these. Yeah, that that raw guitar sound. And I don't know if you noticed, but they're playing uh they they play that white Les Paul that you got. Mm-hmm through a marshal mm-hmm. so right, like, yeah. like, we have with uh, orange cabs i'm like oh that looks familiar and then i saw like other um like other gibsons with p90s and stuff in there for that raw guitar tone that they were getting yeah yeah but they, yeah when i saw that that les paul I was like looking for that little number nine sticker that you have on it <laughs> <laughs> and i was like that's exactly what you got man. That's yeah. cool. <laughs> yep so um, okay so that is a uh, mercy music out of las vegas uh thank you for the recommendation Cass. it's a good it's a good oh, one man good pick so all right, uh, moving on to the uh, to the pop culture section of the show. Uh, we uh, actually uh, we Dan and I uh, were we uh, participated in a live stream Dungeons and Dragons campaign uh, this past Friday night on uh, Punky's mixtape show on Twitch. Which, by the way, everybody should check out. It's uh, Twitch.tv/slash Punky's mixtape. Punky with a Y. Uh, everybody should check that out. He has a bunch of good stuff on there. Um, and so, yeah, so on Friday, it was, uh, he had, it was, it was his first ever, uh, punks and dragons, uh, live stream campaign, Dungeons and Dragons. And, uh, we were honored to be, uh, to be part of it, Dan and I, and, um, also, uh, um, his, uh, his, his better half was also, uh, with, with the party there. And, um, uh, it was, it was a really good time. We were raising money for autism empowerment. Uh, thank you for everybody, by the way, who, uh, you know, who, who watched the stream and who donated and, t- and took took uh you know took part in the whole evening we had a great time it was a lot of fun and so we figured well so for the for the pop culture section of this week's show we would talk about dnd talk about dungeons and dragons and our own maybe individual experiences with it so um, sure. I'll, I'll go first uh, the the friday campaign was the first time i had played uh, since a long time ago um it was, it's been like literally like, i haven't played like i think since you know like middle school and uh, this is way, way, way back when. And um, yeah, I mean, the, the game has changed a bit. I mean, I, I had all the classic manuals and everything, and now it's uh, now it's into the fifth edition. And so um, I actually it was it was good because uh, I actually had bought the man the fifth edition manuals for my daughter like a couple of years back when she uh, she actually started getting into playing it with her friends online before I got back into it. So uh, so when I had when I learned that we were going to be doing this, I thought, okay, cool. I can just, uh, I'll just borrow the manuals from her. <laughs> nice. And, uh, you know, just, 
uh, got myself a you know bunch of you know some bunch of dice and uh, yeah you know watched some YouTube videos and how to play and got got myself back into it. Um, you know, it had been a while. Like you know, I was very rusty on some of the mechanics and everything like that. You know, there's a lot of rules. Uh, some of which have changed, but some of which are still the same. A lot of stuff that I recognized and brought back uh, brought back memories. So. Um, yeah, so that's you know that was kind of my experience with it. It, it had been many years, and uh, by the way, I, I don't know if I've ever told anybody this before, but um, uh, my son's name, uh, as as anybody knows from seeing my uh, my book stuff, I'm sure you're familiar with my son, but uh, his name is his name is Torin, mm -hmm. and I actually got that name from uh, a D and D character that I used to play. <laughs> what? That was your nice. So you created Torin before you literally created Torin. Ah, uh, yes, yeah. Wow. That's kind of cool. <laughs> yeah, oh, I had no idea. That's yeah, cool. yeah. Uh, the, the, the story actually goes like uh, when we were thinking of a name for for you know for him, I I wanted I wanted a uh, Marshall actually because you know for Marshall Amps. Uh -huh. And then uh -huh. my my wife at the time she was like, no, you know, no, we don't want to do that. So then I suggested Torin, and you know because I got that from a character that I had in Dungeons and Dragons. And, okay, that sounds cool. So we'll we'll go with that. So. Right on. <laughs> So was that That's character cool. a bard as well, or no? He was a paladin. Actually, I used to play paladins before. Nice, because I was attracted to the whole, you know, like you know, good guy thing, and you know, they, you know, they're they're you know, they're good characters. You know, they can cast spells and everything, and they're good fighters and all that. So you know, so yeah, so that was back in the day, and uh, so it's it's kind of you know, I mean, you know, paladins are lawful good, as mm -hmm. we know, and you know, it's kind of it's kind of neat because you know, my son is such a good guy. I think he he, the name fits him pretty well, so. Yeah, I don't think I've ever told anybody that story before, but now you all know. <laughs> wow, fantastic. <laughs> Who's next? Uh, Want to go? All right. Uh, I mean, pretty much played in high school. Uh, my best friend, uh, Steve, he had like a whole bunch of the stuff. Like, I don't know where he had gotten it from. Like, because uh, I think he had one of the manuals was just of a photocopies. Like someone had photocopied the entire uh, book. <laughs> Holy crap! Wow. <laughs> yeah, and so um, he had that, and then um, he had like a couple of the monster manuals, like complete, mm -hmm. and uh, and he had a bunch of the like modules. Yeah, yeah. Uh, to play. Yeah, and so uh, so yeah, we would like Friday nights or whatever we'd fucking hang out and and uh, play D and D. And uh, I too was a paladin. Were you really? Yeah, <laughs> oh. I, I, I attracted pretty much by the same thing that I could be a, like a fighter, but also use magic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, so uh, I, I wasn't really into the whole like warrior thing. I, I wasn't about brute force because, I mean, at the time I was like you know fourteen, fifteen years old, and I weighed like a hundred pounds. 110 pounds soaking wet holding a brick <laughs> so so like being a, a barbarian or a warrior kind of character didn't make any sense yeah, yeah. but i was really into like magic mm -hmm. but but paladins could fight too so yeah. i was like all right i'm down with this it's like the best of both worlds mm -hmm. i do the same thing in like champions of norath and uh uh diablo okay same kind of thing i always play um the character that's Kind of halfway between a, a warrior and a, and a, like a religious man, mm -hmm. a, a cleric mm -hmm. or whatever. Yeah, and yeah. so you can you you can ha you have like magic weapons and shit. Mm -hmm. So I would probably do the same if if I made a character right now. Mm -hmm. I, oh, I cool. just like that. Mm -hmm. So 
anyway, but yeah, that was my main experience. And then, um, and then actually when I, you know, cause I was basically an art student in high school and when I first went to college and, uh, a lot of what I did was, uh, for D and D was actually learning how to draw D and D stuff. Yeah, I, also, I did like your final or something. Yeah, I did a lot of trying to like. Nice. I was really into like drawing dragons, and uh, I had a barbarian character I used to draw a lot, and mm. uh, so I was kind of D and D kind of influenced my art for a while um, back then, and and uh, so that's that's been my main experience. Uh, I did try to get going uh, again, um, so I. I guess what maybe when I was about twenty twenty one, mm-hmm. uh, I had a buddy that wanted to like start DMing again, uh, and so I was like, "Well, I want to play again," you know. So we kind of we played a few rounds here and there, um, and then I think I ended up moving away or something. But mm-hmm. yeah, I kind of had like that this relived moment, and then I've just not really played since. But I, you know, I mean, I know about it, and I keep. I keep an eye on what's going on. I have like some friends that still do D and D and stuff. So mm-hmm. yeah, right on. I, I'm more of an observer now. <laughs> I like how I like how it all operates. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. so Dan the man. Oh, uh, let's see. So first time I started playing D and D, it wasn't even a real D and D game. It was just a bunch of buddies getting together, like sophomore year of high school. I think maybe even freshman year, and we just kind of it was like a very loose story role-playing thing like we didn't have books we didn't have dice so like like remember when we were filming that uh was it the demon's kiss video and the the dnd books came out mm-hmm. and i was like the hell's all this oh really yeah, <laughs> yeah. I was like, Wait, why is there so many okay cool cool you know okay so we just kind of played it loose like the dm would be like all right um you did school today what are you gonna do um, i'm gonna summon a blog like all right, that's convincing. Do it, kind mm, of thing. So mm-hmm. it was just it was super loose. It was more about role playing and things like that. But that that kind of fizzled out, and then then the more I got into gaming, the more I realized that it, everything is based off of D anD. d It just got digital. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like like um like Star Wars, uh, uh, Knights of the Old Republic, and stuff like that. I'll be reading through like what is this like dexterity modifier and all these like what what is what is oh that's where this came from that's where that came from that's where like the random critical hits and fails and all that kind of stuff. So like slowly pieced it together. But my first official real game playing by all the rules was on the one on Friday. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so then like, like something new to me was like describing all your character and the background and all that kind of stuff. I just did like this generic, like, all right, it's kind of like me wears a hoodie all the time. Cool. You know? <laughs> and then, and then when um, then Vanessa started, just like, she started describing like her, her ears and on the pointiness, and I'm like, oh, like that. Yeah, yeah. Oh, gotcha. I'm like, okay. <laughs> why do I have to go first? Because <laughs> I rolled it right. 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 <laughs> but yeah, it was actually kind of cool. Like, like I kind of based that character off of me being like the, like the half orc has this inner rage always going on that all the orcs can hear. And like, so part of the story was. I, I have to play gigs or play music to get rid of the rage because mm-hmm. I need to play live music, which I'm really glad we're doing today. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so like, yeah, I guess pretty much for the storytelling part, just do what you know, which is me. So I guess that was actually kind of appropriate that you picked like a half work kind of thing. Cause like growing up, I was always the bigger dude, but I didn't really want to knock anybody down and try to like, get my way out of it mm. trying to like outsmart them maybe or even just be like what's that pull, pull like a marty mcfly and like 
hightail it out. <laughs> so, yeah, that, that's actually a lot of fun. I want to continue building on this bard character and then dip into all the other ones and like like certain jokes within like uh you know like South Park Stick of Truth when they're all playing D and D and they're throwing like magic missile, but it's like some grotesque thing or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm like, okay, that's that's an actual spell that actually did all these things and like like everyone had their own character, like they had their own bard and all that stuff too. So I'm like, okay, now all the dots are starting to connect and yeah. Yeah, that's that was a good experience. I want to do more of it. Yeah, no, it was a lot of fun. And we're actually, we uh, probably are going to do more of it. I think uh, he was mentioning we try to maybe do it like on a monthly basis or, you know, however however often we can. Uh, I think we're going to continue, you know, continue the campaign. And he, he's a really good DM. He, his oh, his yeah. world building is amazing. And uh, I, I really got into I really felt like I was in that world and in, in that story. And uh, he, he did a really good job. Yeah, so we need to save Alec. Yeah, yeah. Save him. That's your character. <laughs> yeah, yes. yep. yeah. The, the the whole background there, in case you, um, in case you don't know, uh, uh, Kyle wasn't playing, so we actually, so we made him uh, into a uh, small creature of undetermined species <laughs> that has been traveling with us. Uh, the whole backstory was that he was he was polymorphed to this creature by a a powerful wizard that he had challenged to a drinking contest, and he beat the wizard. So the wizard was a sore loser and uh, polymorphed him into this small animal. Who we are now carrying around with us, and the whole our whole goal of the, our adventure is to find the wizard and to try to get him to change Kyle or Alec back into a, a human, so we can have our our three uh, the three members of our of our traveling minstrel group back together again. Because our our real goal is to uh, is to be world world famous uh, bards, world famous minstrels or musicians. Little so. bitch ass whiny wizard. <laughs> yeah. The funny part too is that you were holding all of her money at the time, so when he got polymorphed. All the money like changed with you, so like all your pockets shrank or whatever, and it's like now we're broke. Ah, <laughs> oh, damn! <laughs> so it's, like, we're trying to work into something. It's like, man, Kyle was holding that one cool instrument that'll blow everything else away. And I'd just be like, we'll be building the story and building the story. Dude, that's a, like, uh, that's awesome. Yeah, wow, I love it. <laughs> all right, so um, yeah, Dungeons and Dragons. I'm sure we could probably talk more about it, but we need to move on to the uh, to the beer section of the show. And uh, this mm-hmm. week, I brought the beer, and I. Uh, yeah, the Sky Kraken Hazy Pale Ale from uh, for Fremont from Seattle, which uh, I don't think we've had Fremont before. So I, when I saw this, because the, the thing with my uh, beer choices each week, like I, I buy like a bulk beer, which is like either uh, uh, like the Founders All Day or the, um, uh, the Wolf Pups, you know, which are you know, cheaper session beers and I can get them in a 15 pack for a reasonable price. So I, I, I get that. And then on top of that, I try to get like something like maybe more alcoholic or, or just something different or, you know, fun to kind of, you know, mix it up. Cause I don't want to just drink, you know, like all, you know, like all wolf pups all week long. And then it just seems like drinking is becoming like just a chore. <laughs> you have to have fun with it too, you yes. know? So like, um, I mean, not, not that those are bad beers, but you know, oh, you know yeah. what I'm saying? It's like you're just yeah. drinking the same thing variety. all the time every day. It just gets yeah. to be kind of a drag, right? So you want to, you want to mix it up. So, so this was something that I found. I said, "Oh, we haven't had Fremont yet." And the, you know, my choices for the uh, the other beers that I get tend to be whatever's like the cheapest that week or whatever's on sale. So like, Fremonts are always usually like really expensive. But then this week, you know, this one happened to be on sale. So I was like, "Okay, great, I can pick that up." So I did, and I, I liked it. And I thought it was cool, and I'm like, "Sky cracking!" Oh, cool, we gotta talk about that. So I decided, okay, well, I'm gonna save a few of these for for the podcast. So. That's yeah. how that's how we ended up with the uh, with the sky cracking. We should show if anyone wants to see this. Is anybody? No one's watching this though, right? Cracking. Hopefully, not it's a, private. Not at the moment. Okay. Yeah. We're. 
Oh, one viewer? Us. Okay. <laughs> we're, we're doing a thing with uh, with YouTube Studio. I don't know how that's going to turn out, but uh, this is another thing that we're introducing with the show. But uh, yeah, um, you know, cool can. It's a 5.5% alcohol. And uh, I don't know. Yeah, I, I really like it. What do you guys think? Uh, I yeah, like I was I fighting it. a blimp. Like a sky kraken. So, um, let's see. Yeah, I'm down with this. Uh, <laughs> I think uh, Houston, we have a kraken. Oh, nice! Is <laughs> that really it, says it? it on the side of the can? <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Right underneath the barcode. Um, so, so I think we had this discussion once before about how, like, when hazies first became really popular, I, I didn't find them to be particularly appealing because I felt like people were just kind of trying to come out with whatever they could come out with to have something out. Right. Because Hazy, Hazy was just like, it was the fad at the time. But now that they've been out for a while and stuff, like uh, all the breweries are really getting like smart with these and mm-hmm. really coming out with some good beers. And uh, yeah, I really like how the Hazies are now. Yeah. And this, this is really good. It's, uh, I mean, so... I know that the, uh, they like to describe uh, hazies as being juicy, mm-hmm. uh, but this really is like uh, I I didn't understand that at first when because the ones I tasted in the beginning I they didn't I was like the fuck do they mean by juicy? Mm-hmm. There's nothing juicy about this, you know. I don't understand, but like this, I mean, it makes complete sense. It's really, um, like. I mean, it tastes like beer, but then you get that aftertaste, and it almost tastes like orange juice. Yeah, yeah. You know, uh, hmm. you get that real citrusy end mm-hmm. to it, and uh, and I think that's what you know that's that's really oh. defining the the juicy. I mean, now now it's a much more accurate description, and uh, I love this. I think um, Fremont just makes good beer just in general. Mm-hmm. Um, Anything I've ever had from them has usually been pretty exceptional, um, and uh, no no difference with this hazy IPA. I mean, it is really good. Yeah, I would say this is probably in the top three of the hazy because we kind of went on a hazy kick for a while. We did, yeah. <laughs> and uh, this would this would definitely be, I think, in the top three. Yeah, yeah, yeah no, it's really I, good. Yeah, that's why after I had it, I drank it. I was like, oh yeah, this, you know, this is really good. I think we should share it on the podcast and yeah. talk about. Plus, it has a cool name, Skycrack, and then you Dude, know, right? Yeah. Being from Seattle, like you, Dan, you were asking like if it has any connection to the uh, upcoming hockey team. The, the Seattle crack and then if they don't have a connection they should probably figure out a way to hook that shit up right? uh, <laughs> I think I think Fremont has what should be the official beer of the Seattle Kraken yeah <laughs> and they should like throw them you know, they throw a pint across the room. Right. <laughs> sky Kraken that sounds like a monster you find in like Magic the Gathering or something it's like fight you with my Sky Kraken like, oh totally <laughs> <laughs> There's kind of like a like a spicy note to it, like a very like you know hint of a of a spice or something. Yeah. I, I I don't know what, what could that possibly be. Oh, it would be one of the hops they're using. I I'm, was looking to see if they had mentioned them in here, but they Ooh. don't. Hops can add spice. Yes, oh, I uh, know just that. So, you know, depending on what you use, they probably use a lot of like probably some like newer like hybrids and stuff because a lot of the newer hybrids have that the juicy flavor mm-hmm. but then you can throw something older into it like a like a fuggle or um uh, uh what would be a good one i don't know like a fuggle or maybe a chinook or something maybe or a centennial mm-hmm. hop 
Anyway, you throw that in, and some of those give you more of like a, a little spicy note. Okay. So it's a good, you know, it's blending some of the new with a little bit of the old. Mm-hmm. Uh, what, like what I would do in that situation, I don't know if that's how they're getting it here, but you would use the, like, whatever the, the older style spicy hop is, you would mm-hmm. use that for your bittering, like, throughout the boil, and then all these fancy hops you'd use at the end, because you want the flavors, not so much the bitter, you know? I mean, you'll get it, but you don't want it to get rid of all the cohumulone. Right. Right? Yep, you don't want yep. it, so you don't want all that to boil off, because that gives you all those flavors in the and it gives you the nose and all that kind of stuff mm-hmm. and i wouldn't be surprised now if i remember correctly with the hazies so you know we've talked about like like a lot of these places they dry hop so like you've fermented and you've now moved it over you've like pulled it off of the yeast cake and you have it in secondary fermentation to finish off and then so they'll throw in a bunch of hops at that point mm-hmm. And it changes the nose, and, and, and it's a really, if you, you know, when it's done really right, it, it's an amazing flavor, although there's really not a lot of flavor added. It's all how your nose picks it up, but it, it really shows the strength of the, the bond between the taste buds and the olfactory, mm, you know? Right, yeah. Um, and so, uh, but here, now... I think what the deal is with this and how it becomes hazy is they actually add a crap ton of hops at fermentation or, or like oh. after it's cooled down or whatever, they, they throw a bunch of hops in and then it ferments with all these hops. And somehow in that, there's some chemical something that happens and it's what creates the haziness. Okay. Yeah. So, um, but I would have to go back and look. I... It was something I, I I read like probably a year ago when we were going through the hazy kick, yeah, and yeah. trying to figure out well why is well what makes it hazy, you know? Because mm-hmm. like a uh, hefeweizen, it's hazy because the uh, yeast in it is lighter than the liquid it's in. Oh, okay. And so okay. it never unless you filter it out, it doesn't actually drop out of suspension. It's always suspended, and that's why. You have hazy mm. hefeweizen. Okay. Okay. So I was so I was like, is it a yeast thing? What is it? So, okay. but it has okay. something to do with uh, adding the hops in uh, at for fermentation. There's something that happens there, and I'd have to look it up again. But it creates creates that haziness. Cool. Okay. But also creates great flavors. Yeah, it does. All right. So um, believe it or not. That is the end of another episode of Second Player Speaks. Oh, damn. Yes. Uh, it, felt, it felt even faster now that we're all together in the garage. I don't oh, know. It's right? giddy, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so we are Second Player Score, the band. We make music, and we make this podcast, and we make novels and comics and beer. Uh, Dan has uh, is, our, is our resident uh, live streamer on Twitch. He, he's our gamer and our builder. Kyle's our brewer. I'm the writer. We all we do all kinds of fun nerdy things to make one complete nerdy experience. Um, check us out at secondplayerscore.com. Uh, check out Mercy Music from Las Vegas. Uh, play D and D. I don't know and uh, uh, drink uh, Skycracken from from Fremont. And um, I, I want to make one announcement, which is that. Um, 
our glorified comic book series, which, uh, by the way, we uh, we are successfully funded for our issue number four from Kickstarter. Thank you very much. Um, uh, and starting now, uh, going on indefinitely, we are going to be donating 50% of the profits that we make from the comic book series to the uh, to the Asian Pacific American Network of Oregon, uh, which is a nonprofit organization based in Portland, uh, Portland, Oregon. So, um, so that's uh, that's cool news. We're gonna start doing that effective immediately, and it's just gonna keep going and going and going indefinitely. And uh, so, you know, if uh, if you haven't checked out our glorified comic book series, you can find that on our website, or you can also look out look it up on uh, Indie Planet, which is where the comic itself is for sale. Um, just look up glorified or look up second player score, and it should come right up. So, thank you uh, very much for listening, and we'll see you next week. See ya. Okay, see you. You've been listening to the Second Player Speaks podcast with Second Player Score.